What we're talking about. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. <laughs> what a great way to start a podcast. You're supposed to go, hello, welcome to JPNT, the football friendly. You've not done that bit. Hello, welcome everyone to JPNT, the football friendly. <laughs> there is the professional. What are we talking about? I went to Brent, Brighton last night, Brighton against Wolves. Wolves played really well, deserved the point, and very well organised. Brighton got a problem, so they can't, at home, if they come up against a team that sits deep, Sheffield United did it to them, Burnley did it mm. to them, Fulham, and now uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers. They they just lack that little bit of guile. There was, there was no lacking in pace in the side last night. They're missing their you know their flair players, if you like, uh, Antu Fati and and Ciso and Mitoma, um, you know, one or two, Solly March. So and what, they, what? they they struggled. Wolves, Wolves were really well, you know he's a good manager. I think I think he's a good manager. I like, I like the way he deals with things after a game as well. It's when he you know he he makes his feelings very well known if a VAR decision goes against him, but he doesn't rant and rave. Mm. And um, you know he's quite calm about it all. I think and I think he's you know this is this is great. He's a young English manager given a chance at Bournemouth, who treated him shabbily, I believe. And then uh, you know he's, he's a Wolverhampton Wanderers. Fair play to him. Well done. He's uh, he's uh, he's took a chance there. He's you know one of those things that comes across in life. Sometimes you get thrown into something like he did at Bournemouth, taking over from Eddie Eddie. Move your teeth. And uh, no, and- no, he took o- he took over from um, from uh, Parker Scott Parker at Bournemouth. You know, oh, Scott he Parker. did take over from Scott Parker. You're right. That's right. I be- beg my pudding, but he was second, wasn't he, to Scott Parker? And then he, 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 he came, yeah, he, he took over he, as manager, stand-in manager. Yeah, and then and then it's all evolved, and now he's a, he is a, a full time manager. He's done really well, and he's got good players there. That Neto uh, is a really classy player, and mm. bags of skill, bags of pace. Max Kilman at the back, you know, they, they'll be takers for them because Wolves are, uh, to satisfy financial fair play. There, they effectively a selling club, and um, they'll get a lot of money for Neto, I would think, and. Uh, he won't go now because there won't be much business done in the, in the transfer window, and there never was going to be much business done. There might there might be one or two on the last day that you know they're always going to leave it as well to the last day. People say, why do they leave it? Because you you know you don't want to leave your squad thread bare by selling players on now, you know, and, until you have to, um, because of the threat of injuries and your squad being further weakened. So they're always done late, but I don't think there's going to be that many because of the the economic climate because of the penalties being handed out now for breach of um ffp or whatever it's known known as these days so and we await that the word you know the, the, there's so many rumors flying around about that but there, there is a there is a significant rumor that everton's initial punishment will be halved um to to five points and then um that will be the benchmark for such irregularities they will then get a further five for the second offense which should take them back to a 10 point penalty where they oh, are hold now. on hold on hold on hold on Forest if they were, get five as well but if they weren't going to get um a second uh clobbering then they well, would they probably are. just but if they weren't they probably would have just left it at 10 are they is this some sort of little move to go soften the soften the blow really here 
I think they, they should they not should they one. not should they not just lose twenty points? I mean, don't get me wrong, Everton fans. No, no, they appealed twenty points. They appealed the first one, and there, there was I, I believe there was always going to be movement on that. I could be wrong yet, but I believe there was always going to be movement on that too uh, because of the appeal. And um, you know, it was a it was a big stick to hit them with, and uh, they 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 know the offences were there. They know they 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 broke the financial fair play rules. And um, and now we, you know, the, I think a benchmark will be will be set. I mean, it will be very interesting when Manchester City eventually get dealt with. It's it's. I think it's almost cloak and dagger stuff. You know, they're saying the, the league saying, well, we know we do have a date for it, um, but we can't tell you. I mean, what is that all about? Well, they have a, they have a, they they have have a date, date for the Manchester City um, hearing, but they're not going to tell anyone what the date is. So uh, I don't understand the lack of transparency, but then I don't understand the lack of transparency in the game. And I've been calling for it for years and years and years. Nothing moves. You know, I've been calling for anti-racism measures to be taken in the game since I started it, uh, since I started broadcasting. And that's 42 years, 40, how many years ago it was? Mm. 44 years ago. So, um, and you know, these, these organizations pay lip service to it. They don't do anything really. I mean, I mean, you know, kick out racism in football. What, what effect really has that had over the years? The, the, the UEFA fines for club, for clubs, um, closed grounds for countries, international being played behind closed doors. None of this really hurts or affects racism. It's got to be better education. And these things are so slow to move. And the lack yeah, of transparency the, the thing of going, going back on the racism thing, you know, uh, that that's just that's that's for thick people, isn't it? Racism. I mean, that's what it's about. You know, you're never going to educate someone who's just playing thick. You know, I always say that instead of you know banging kids into college, I reckon at the end of their schooling they should be sent on a world trip. They should be given tickets to go around the world and see different cultures. That'd get rid of your racism. Who's paying for that? Well, I don't know. <laughs> You <laughs> well, I, I think that you know there should be more education in schools about what's happened in our past and the past of other countries. I, I had a debate on Radio Five yesterday about um, the, the, this singing of Royal Britannia. You know, does it is it a slavery song? It's it's, it's clear. It, the debate was ridiculous, Terry. Oh, this has gone away from football. Just might just just for a moment here. Royal Britannia was was created. A song was created about King Alfred. And it was a, it was a song that said that under King Alfred, way Alfred the Great, he made sure that we be, that the that the ancient Britons, the Celts, did not become slaves of the invading Danes and Vikings, and that's what that was about. It wasn't about crowing about British slavery, and uh, and it was this debate was taken to a ridiculous level, you know. And if you're gonna if you're gonna go back into our culture and take every statue, you know, Lord Nelson, you know, should that his statue be brought down? Was Nelson not a racist? Well, hang on a minute. Every country, you know, the Germans had. Slaves. The French had slaves. The the Morocco the, the the Morocco had slaves as they you know invaded. They invaded Europe at one stage. Um, people from there, and um, you know every nation has had. You know why? Why go back into? Don't don't just don't destroy countries' histories. Black it out. Blank it out. Destroy those those moments in history because they took place. They're part of our makeup. Mm. You condemn them, but don't just destroy them all. And uh, anyway, in football, wasn't, wasn't swing, swing high, on. swing high as well, wasn't that? Isn't that supposed to be swing high, sweet chariot? Isn't that is supposed it? to be? Apparently, is it? I don't know. But any, the um, you know, 
that's to, to digress away from football, but we've really digressed. You know, it makes me. Well, I, just, trans- I just, I just, before you continue, and you got on this tip, right? Mm. I wasn't going to bring this up, but I came in to watch match of the day, and Alex Scott was on. I like Alex Scott; she's a nice girl, but I don't want her on match of the day. And then I just was sitting there having a bit of a laugh to myself, saying, "Not, not that I don't want Alex Scott on match of the day." I was trying to make a gag, and I tweeted out, which is very rare, like for me. Go, look, I just want me boy time, right? That's all I want. I want me boy time. <laughs> I ended up having these woeful commentators, ladies. Sorry, I know you don't like that, Jonathan, but tough. Um, I just want me boy time on match of the day. Uh, and then I put, but Alex Scott, whoa, you know, it was a bit of a double joke, you know, as if to go, but hold on a second, I'll suffer Alex Scott. That was kind of the gag, right? But some geezers took it completely the wrong way, telling me that she's a journalist. Came back, this is the best bit about it, came back, said, uh, She's a journalist, you know, an ex-professional footballer, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's fine. And he goes and he said, well, so what would you rather have? More middle-aged white men. I thought, and I was like, why have you brought colour into this? What you? I didn't mention colour. I was just having a laugh. It's just funny. Yeah, he was just trying to be right on. Do you know what? He's just trying to be right on, this kid who t- tweeted me back. I was like, why did you bring colour into this? I never mentioned anyone's colour. It's talking shit. What is he talking about? Match of the day is flipping Dion on. He has righty on. He has... Um, Lovely uh, Ashley Williams. It's still, what, what's that got to do with it? Just complete bullshit. Anyway, that's me and me rant. But I want me boy thing. Don't get me wrong. I'm not against the girls. I love Alex Scott. I love I love them more. I love Kelly Kelly Case. They're all great. But I'd want match of the day to be me boy time. Right? Sorry, I'm old. That's it. Finished. Saying no more. Well, it's difficult for me to speak because I'm in the trade, but I believe I know. it should be meritocracy, and I believe in all areas of life should be a meritocracy. There should be equality in opportunity. Uh, which there is now more and more and more, which is not great. against that. Not there against any meri- of that. Should be a meritocracy, Terry. That the best people should get the jobs that are at the top of the at the top of the tree. I'm and, not saying uh, Alex isn't good enough to do the job. She no, is good enough to do the job. Should. The point is, I just want me boy time, right? And now I'm going to sound like a right chauvinist now, right? They've got their cooking shows, haven't they? Sorry, <laughs> girls listening, you got your cooking shows. I don't watch your cooking shows. Oh, that's all the women. Only women watch cooking shows. All I'll say, all I'll say about the current climate in broadcasting <laughs> is that people who I think can go on and have very, very good careers, and this is this, this does not uh, refer to Alex in any way whatsoever because she's mm. broadcasting on many, many platforms now. Mm. But there are other people who are coming through in the industry who are being propelled into positions for which they're not yet ready. No, I and agree. They, they, they might be one day and they have, they have ability and they have potential, but because they're being thrust into positions beyond their current abilities, they're being exposed and it could weaken their future careers well, because I, I, they will be criticised. Totally. And that that's what I'm on about. I'm not against lady commentators. I, I'm not against any of that. Just match of the day. I like being my boyfriend. Right? Let's get that done and dusted. But okay. I'm not against women or anyone being involved in anything. I'm with you on all of that. And I am with you also, and you're not going to comment on this, but I just feel the two main commentators that are lady commentators with the BBC, I do not rate them. I, it's not that they're girls. I just don't rate them. They're full of cliches. There's a few other fellas that I would say would be the same. You know, like, you know, asking questions. I mean, I hate it when they say that. Asking questions. Oh, anyway, I'm going to stop moaning now. I've just all I've done. That's all I've done. I reckon I've just all I've done for the last two years is moan. I'm stopping. It's stopping right now. That's it. I'm not moaning yeah, anymore. I think this is the this is the moment where JP and Tina Football Friendly um, changes. This is a sea change for us all, and now it's uh, now it's. Uh... 
Hang on, three, two, one, go. What a beautiful morning, everyone. What a lovely day. What a lo- that's, that's Doddy, isn't it? That's very Doddy. I've got a great camp, Doddy. What a wonderful day, Mrs. What a wonderful day. What a wonderful, what a wonderful day. What a wonderful day. Um, look, I'll tell you something, right? Like a chicken um, stick. Come on, there's only a few people going to know about tickling sticks. <laughs> I sent you this thing the other day that in my local. We get a local village uh, thing. It's called the Roxwell Recorder, and they have a bird section in that section. I'm talking about the ones with feathers, right? Let's not go down that route again. Yeah. Um, and the guy that does it uh, is called Jonathan Pierce, and it always, always tickles me. And I always send it to Jonathan in a text. Look, you're back doing the bird watching thing again. And I'm trying to find it on my phone at the moment because I want you, if I can find it. I did, I did text it to you. Maybe we'll have to do it in the break. But I want you... Because I did send uh, you you that little bit of it about the bird watching. I'd like you to read that in uh, the style. I found it. I found it. I want you to read it in the style as if you were getting ready to, you know, prep us for a match of the day game. All right, send it to me now. All right, I send it to you now. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> this is. Uh, I just this could be terrible, but it could so could be very funny. Right, hold on, I've got to use Jonathan because we are phone... going to talk about football in the second. Maybe, half maybe. I don't know. I don't care about talking about football anymore. I think we should change this podcast into some sort of baking show. Well, we are both master bakers. <laughs> master bakers. I don't even rhyme with wanker. Um, you should have gone for bankers. Right? Have you got it? I've just texted. Yeah, you. I've got it now. Right, it's called watching wild watching. It's called wild watching news from Jonathan Pierce, and this is from the Roxwell Recorder out here near Chelmsford in Essex. Robins can be heard singing, proclaiming their territories in December. They may begin breeding as early as January if the weather continues mild enough for them. We've got one in our garden, sometimes singing even while it's dark from the arbor, responding to the streetlight outside. Dean and I fortunate to take over almost daily cycle rides in the lanes around here. Some days. We hear and see relatively little, especially in hard weather. But there's often the chuckle of Phil, Phil, Phil Fairs at some point, blurred, sometimes together with a few flying overhead. There's usually a catcher or two. There's usually a catcher or two. And we hear them rather than see a green woodpecker. With apologies to uh, <laughs> Jonathan <laughs> Pierce, not this one. I have to apologise for many, many things. Let me have a go. Let, let me have a go. This was as Morgan. Uh, Robins can be heard singing, proclaiming the territory in December. They may begin breeding as early as January, with the weather concluding mild. If the weather is, if the weather is mild enough, that's crap. Is him, isn't it? Listen, listen, Robins. Robins can be heard singing. Proclaiming their territories in December. <laughs> what? You know, we just uh, lost everybody. It's just they're, me they're all on. They're all on this podcast. All the stars. We've got to take uh, a break. Let's take a break. Come back to take football. a break and let's talk about football because we, you know, it is a football podcast. It is a football podcast. Did you know that? Oh, oh, by the way, let's talk about as well. Let's talk about the African nations and having having uh, the ladies refereeing in that. JP and T, the football friendly. Welcome back to JPT, the football friendly. Thanks for joining us for the first 15 minutes of utter nonsense. But we had uh, we had superstars on there and, uh, oh, you know, yeah. they were brilliant. I, I have to live with uh, this this guy that you're talking to now. I have to live with him all the time, 24 hours a day, apart from when I'm asleep or, or pissed off my face. 
Yeah. When you're asleep, do you do the voices? Are, uh, you know, I don't sleep. I, I don't sleep. You can pay me. Sleep. You can you can pay me two hundred pounds an hour for this session if you like. I don't do sleep. The, I don't. Do sleep. the voices talk to you, Terry? They don't talk to me. No, they don't. They yes, we do. We're always talking to him. Yes, they are. <laughs> always do you smile when the voices. Oh talk to you no, you there's start? no smiling. There's no smiling. There's just sadness. Sadness. Anyway, look, I I happen to click on the Africans' uh, Cup of Nations. The other thing mm-hmm. I noticed about it as well. Um, very empty grounds, and very, 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 very loud and orchestral, if you like. Um, a chance of singing. I can't so seen any of it. I've not well, seen any of it. I watched a bit of it. I'm wondering. Look, to the point is, are they playing? Are they playing soundtracks to make it no, sound I like this? The, the, I, I doubt. I mean, don't 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 forget. Sometimes at grounds, the, the the crowd are underneath the cameras, so you can't see them, or behind the cameras on that side, so you can't see them. I've been at grounds um, where where I did an FA Cup Women's FA Cup final. Uh, I also played Bristol Academy. It was at Doncaster, and they'd sold all the tickets on the camera side of the ground. So what viewers saw was an empty stand and thought there was no one at this WFA Cup final, which there were, but there were about 12,000, I think. And so it can be a bit misleading sometimes. I haven't watched the African Combination. It's not because I don't rate it as a tournament. I just have not found I've, – I've recorded – nearly all the games and I will have time to watch them. Um I have watched it in the past. It's a tournament I've never done. Mm. Uh, the, the only one I've I've not uh well no there's two there's Cop America and that one. And uh so I I, I can't comment on the African Cup of Nations at the moment because I just haven't seen it. What I can comment on is FA Cup. I was uh privileged to go down to Bristol City against West Ham United and I tried my hardest to be neutral in the commentary and be professional. People have said I was, which is good. Other people, you know, West Ham fans. I, I, I don't, I don't care see. what other people think. I, well, I'll, listen, I'll, I was made, a, I was made an honorary ambassador of the football club afterwards. Uh, honest. Players who treated me as if I'd played 500 first team games. I've said many times on this podcast, it was uh, lovely to see them all. Paul Cheesley and, and Trevor Tate and David Rogers, Howard Pritchard and Dave Mogg players from the past. Others had gone before I could get into that part of the ground, but, uh, it was lovely, and I'm going back down there again to Newcastle City against Forest, and then I'm doing uh, Fulham against Newcastle United for the World Feed on Saturday. So the FA Cup, um, the, the, I thought the third round was dramatic. I think one of the things about Premier League football this season is that we're seeing so many goals, which is absolutely superb, um, and attacking football. That yes, there are defensive displays and organised teams like Wolves last night are very good. And yes, sometimes with a sort of a, uh, the way that Brighton play or Manchester City play, you have to wait a little while as, as the moves build up. It's a different sort of football than just wham bam. But um, I think it is you know it's intriguing that uh, we're getting so many goals and um, you know you, you do get very few nil nils. And I think it's great. It's great to see. And it's... I'll tell you what was re- really refreshing that I spoke to a few people about. Um... The lack of obviously VAR in that Bristol City versus West Ham match. How much better was it? It was just so much better. I mean, it like was, incredibly better. And there was nothing the referee got wrong. He, he sent your man off. He kicked him in the chest. It was all right. Everything was right. It doesn't make sense. And then the weekend, uh, the first Arsenal goal. Who well, you were on it? Who scored the first one? Um, it uh, it, it's Gabriel. Just, Gabriel. He completely climbed on the back of your man there. He absolutely is on his shoulders. He's up, heading the ball in on top of your man's shoulders. VAR, give the goal. Doesn't make sense. There's a foul. Well, the the Bristol City West Ham game, he sent the West Ham player up, and Ramos was sent off. Yes. And I said in the commentary, the referee's now got to make a decision. And he did it with his assistant referee. 
and that was it. There were two people involved. That's the VAR, all it was. You've got so many people involved. You've got so many people involved. I know we've gone over this so many times, but I think everyone, if anyone's listening to it, everyone's sick of it. Everyone, go well, on technology it, is The brilliant. bottom line, Terry, for me is if a game is going to go, possible, possibly go to a replay at a ground where there can't be VAR, a championship ground, then there shouldn't be VAR in the, in the original I've said game. This, I've said this to you before. At, at the FA Cup, right, because it's across leagues, should not feature VAR, period. How can you have it one way and not the other? It doesn't make well, sense. It's not it's, fair. It's another thing that's iniquitous at the moment. And um, is this winter break situation? Because some teams didn't have a winter break because they had to face an FA Cup replay. And the, and the big teams will use that as ammunition to mm. say, look, we do need a winter break. But it was iniquitous the way this happened in 2024. Because of FA Cup replays, some teams didn't have a break. So therefore, what we'll do is we'll just can FA Cup replays. They want to do it anyway. They want to get rid of the FA Cup replays. They'll still want the same money from the TV companies, but effectively they're doing them out of potential games because there'll be no replays. You mark my words, in the next in the next couple of years, those replays will go. They've already gone for the later rounds, and they'll go for FA Cup 3, and then they'll try and tamper with the competition further. You know, I just don't... It's it, That's a terrible situation to deny well, teams from outside the Premier well, League a possibility well, totally, of replay against it com- teams. It completely, completely, being a lower league fan, as we both are, it completely undermines the whole thing of the FA Cup. The funny of the FA Cup is... You know, oh my God, we might get a draw here at Tottenham, and we'll be taking them back to Roots All. You know, that's that's the fun of the fair. That's the excitement of it all. If you're not going to do that, let's just bin the cup completely. And What's you have point? teams playing for you'll, you'll have teams playing for penalties from about sixty minutes out. Correct. So it will change the whole fabric of the competition. And I'm afraid to think. I'm afraid to say. I'm pretty sure it will happen, but I hope I'm wrong on that. I really do. And. uh you know, let's just throw the baby out with the bathwater on this. People say, oh, football needs fixing in so many ways. It doesn't need fixing in the FA Cup. I'm sorry, it doesn't. It's still a competition that's watched around the world. You know, mm. I work for a company called Gravity Media that does the world feed for this, and there is a massive appetite for FA Cup ties, right. just as much as an appetite for Premier League. So there you are. And, and, and also, this is an interesting media situation, Tell. Do TNT Sports do the the Sunday night French league, uh, which I've really enjoyed doing for a long, long time now? The French league does not have a domestic media partner for next year. That's like saying, "Hang on a minute." From you know August twenty twenty four, all the Premier League hasn't got a TV station in 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 England. That would be the same thing. So they've still got to work on that. And if they lose Mbappe, if he goes out the French league, yeah. That's going to severely, severely hit that league. Just as, and they're and they're pouring cold water over this. Just as the departure of Jordan Henderson from the Saudi Pro League mm. has really hit that league. Yeah. Now, what not, happened there? What happened there? Well, just, I just, I think he realised. Was he not getting paid months. or something? I didn't. I, I was, no, 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 no. He's getting paid massive, but um, he, you know, I think he realised on several fronts the league isn't good enough at the moment, um, and that he wanted a place in the Euro squad. Southgate in the summer, he wasn't going to get that playing out in the Saudi league because of the state of the league. You know, some some games there are not played in front of four figure crowds. Wow. You know, some some crowds are very very big, but you know, be honest, be honest. Do you on a Saturday night, Sunday night, clamour to see the results of the Saudi Pro League? Never. Are you interested at all? Couldn't tell you about it. And all I would be interested in is is probably a passing interest to see if Ronaldo's still scoring goals. That would what, be me. You, what Ben Ben Benzema now has been made available to come back to uh, Western European football or or anywhere, but made available. That's the key thing. It's a slap in the face of the Saudi government. Yeah, because let's 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 not put any finer point on it. They're sports washing through this through this league, and um, 
you know, the, the other sports go in there, they're calling that the Saudi season when they have the boxing there and the Grand Prix there. It's unpalatable. It's unpalatable. It's also it's really, we, we, I, me and my boy watch a lot of UFC, and when it's in uh, the Arab states, it's so boring. It's so boring. In fact, the boxing people have seen as well. Just, there's no atmosphere. They just sit there. It's quiet. No one's cheering. No one's chanting. It doesn't work for me. Uh, I don't know why, why they're so keen on getting this sporting. Is it that to to sort of side themselves into the Western world? I don't know. Am I being really thick by saying that? Yeah, just to, to make Saudi more more appealing as a as a place to go to boost tourism, get a different sorts of revenue. But one day when the oil revenue in the, you know hundreds of years goes down, but um, you know this this is a country which has its own. Values on homophobia, where <laughs> which is which is not, not acceptable for for it's just our hilarious, cultures. That, isn't it? It's just hilarious. Uh, it's just so funny that that thing. It, look, if if people want to have sex with their own sex, let me do it. I don't know what the big deal is to you. It's just hilarious. It's, it's got nothing to do with me. It's got nothing to do with anyone. No. It's just so makes it's me against laugh. The law. It it's against How the law. How can it be against which... the law? It's got nothing to do with anybody. It's so funny. It just make I it's just to me it just I don't I don't ever understand that I just don't just don't get it I mean you know it's, men want to be with men and women want to be with women and blah 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 <laughs> give some monkeys let them do it you got nothing to do with anybody else anyway yeah. oh look we got back on the soapbox again yeah I tell you what you got to give it you got to give it to um to Bucky Thistle haven't you you got to give it do you want to know their stats the other for the uh, for the Celtic game bless them. They only lost 5 0, though. <laughs> Their possession was 17%, and Celtics was 83%. I meant to watch the game, actually. Uh, Celtic had 23 shots, and Bucky Thistle had one. Good old Great Bucky. name, isn't it? Bucky Thistle. Bucky Thistle plays Celtic. It's just brilliant. What a, <laughs> what, a, what a bloody. It's just a dream. They must have absolutely gone, you've got to be kidding. We've got Celtic in the cup. It's just fantastic, that. Super Cali go ballistic. Super Cali go ballistic. Celtic were atrocious. One of the yeah, best headlines yeah, yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What that was your? Was what was the, who was? Who was? What was your? Your? The, what was the name you brought up that time? That woman. That what was her name? Beryl Fudge. <laughs> yeah, secretary of the Bristol City Supporters Club. Beryl Fudge, right? And she had these two sons, and they rescued me from a situation. Bristol <laughs> City played Nottingham Forest in the League Cup semi-final. And I was with my great mate, Mick Lowe's, wonderful, best commentator I've ever worked with. We yeah, worked together at Capital I've never Radio. worked with him. Nice man, though, isn't he? Uh, Wild West days. We we lived, we lived, played hard and worked hard. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so we went down to Ashton Gate, and um, he was on one side of the fence. I was on the other. We could stand virtually next to each other. He was on the forest side. Anyway, I got caught short, so I climbed back over the bank at the, at the back and went down. There's public toilets behind, and I stood on top of the – I'm drunk as a skunk. Right? No, not you. Yeah, so anyway, there was a hole in the roof of the toilet, so I thought, oh, this convenient little hole to pee down and through. What I didn't realise was I was peeing on the people below, right? <laughs> so um, all of a sudden, angry for angry fists were raised at me, and the two old Bill, <laughs> two old Bill st- spotted me, right? So the two old Bill are climbing up the, to- the toilets to get at me, so I've scampered back up this bank, and Beryl Fudge's two boys, Oi, Piercy, quit. So they, they they grabbed my arms and pulled me over the fence and lost me amongst the Bristol City supporters. Anyway, there you are. No one's <laughs> heard that. Have they? If, no one's busy. heard that. No one's heard that. If anyone says that's you told the story, I'll deny it. No one's heard it, have they? No one's heard that story. Just ever. you and me in it. Just yeah. you and me. No one knows about you pissing on other away. Were they away from? No, it was accidental. 
it was accidental. That was back in the Wild West days. I'm reform. I'm a reformed character now. Reformed character. I'm a reformed character. The other part of that, right, is the first leg at the City Ground. I had this big leather, uh, big uh, original baseball jacket. It was uh, with the leather sleeves and, uh, oh, and, yeah. uh, and right. But it, it was years and years old. It was from the fifties. I got it from a junk shop up up in, up in uh, Camden Market. That's the kind of thing Kid Jensen used to wear. Do you remember yeah, but, oh, this, was all, this was authentic. This was all, but it had massive sleeves. So we got oh, to yeah. the city ground. Booze was banned in, in, in the ground. <laughs> no, not in your jacket. So I was down my jacket, right? So we went with Losey's mates, and, and he said, you better be careful. They're fairly hardcore forest boys, these lads. So be careful what you say. And she was getting, and one of these forest lads said, oh, God, busted for a drink. Busted for you can't get a drink. And I've gone, what, are you a lager man? You... <laughs> What, a bitter man? What, are you a cider man? What, what you want? He went lager. I just went ka-ching, and this can of lager flew out of my jacket. Spider-Man, aren't you? And he's gone, he's gone, yeah, he was like that. He was like, ka-ching, sort of webs coming out of my hands, of cans of lager, and uh, cans of cider and that, and these boys quickly took to me after that. Or, 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 De Niro in Taxi Driver. You looking at me? Yeah. He pulls the gun out. Are you looking at me? Still, in, still at me? in my top, still in my top. Three films, I'd say. Taxi Driver, oh, Deer Hunt, and Shawshank. Yeah. I say to my son, you've got, got to watch, uh, we were going through films. He goes, should I watch this? Should I watch that? I said, I said, have you ever seen Deliverance? And he went, no. <laughs> Deliverance. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, wow, what a film. Because he won't. Ned, Ned, old Ned, um, uh, you know, screw like a piggy. Yeah. Apparently, allegedly, he won't talk about that. He won't, he won't, he will not talk about that scene, apparently. Don't know if that's true or not. Really? Harrowing that film. If you've never seen it, kids, get get it, get it, because it's oh yeah, it's one of them. Well, that um, I think uh, I think Forrest will uh, stick it up, Bristol City. I'm afraid to say. I've got a feeling it's just one of those cut things in it where you beat West Ham, and now you go do Forrest as well. And I don't think they will. Well, we'll wait. We'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. And the mighty Shrimpers are on their way back to possible European Champions League glory. Yeah, in yeah they're, they're in the top four Champions years. League. Yep, it's going to be unbelievable. Before you know it, we've got playing. We've been playing Cambridge City, and uh, and now I think if we keep winning, we'll be playing uh, Juve. Before you know it, that's right. Juve from where? Braintree. <laughs> Somewhere out there in the stick somewhere. Anyway, I hope people yeah. have enjoyed it because we've rambled on today. We, we uh, have rambled on. We have rambled on, and I and I I understand. But you know, we'll we'll get someone interested on next week, and um, uh, you know, I, and, I've got to go. There's a van come, and people with white coats have got out of the van. Yeah, coming to the door. I sent them round. I text them. I said, "Go and get him now." Go. They're coming for me. Right, see you later. Thanks for listening, everyone. JPNC, the football friendly. Don't forget we're on Twitter. I don't care where. At, J, at JPNC Football. <sighs> Something like that. It's got a, what a flat ending. Hey, Thanks for listening, everyone. Sports Social Podcast Network.